Overstimulation is psychological overload. It's an active overburdening of the senses affecting both the physical and the mental bodies in tandem. When we are overstimulated, we're feeding the body and the brain more information than it can actively process. Overstimulation can come in a variety of forms and some forms that we are not even aware of. Buy me a coffee. Click the link at coffee.com forward slash D1 Legacy and show me your support. First thing in the morning, there's nothing like a hot cup of coffee. All right, here we are on December 20th, 2019. It's three days after my birthday. And we're going into the holiday season. Uh, the kids are about to go on to winter break. Now, I had to take some time this morning, you know, by myself, because I had to gather myself, because my son has managed to piss me off. Now, I don't celebrate Christmas, I don't put no tree up, I don't put the decorations up and all that bullshit. But what I was attempting to try to do was give my kids a fun gaming day, I called it, where they can play their favorite video games. And I was going to take it to the next level because I'm also providing with, you know, for them this VR system where I'm going to put them into the virtual reality realm. But I'm going to still do this for my daughter. But my, my son, his ass is on a hot seat right now. Because he has found a way to allow his friends to influence him to make bad decisions that got him in a lot of trouble. And I had to explain to him that this is another way that the people around you can put you in a bad situation from you being overly stimulated. All right, here we are on the 22nd of December. And we're trying to, you know, finish things up and get all the finishing touches for the uh, game day for the kitties. And I really like it this way because I pretty much got all my stuff done. And I don't have to go out and be hustling and bustling and running around like a chicken with his head cut off that I noticed in some of these stores <laughs> people were going crazy you know and it's funny because I actually went out on Black Friday with my daughter she was determined to uh, go to the mall and I was trying to tell her baby you don't want to go out there right <laughs> but just for kicks I took her out there anyway just so, so that she can just experience the chaos that goes on of Black Friday and we didn't even reach the damn mall yet she saw the parking lot 
And she was like, Daddy, oh my God. But uh, it really wasn't that bad because uh, the parking lot was actually more crowded than the mall itself. I mean, people were uh, having more trouble getting in and out of the mall than actually, uh, you know, the amount of people that were in the mall. I mean, it was crowded, but I was actually surprised how many, you know, parking spots were uh, available close to the mall. Yeah, it looked crowded, but it wasn't really that crowded. But anyway, we're finishing up. And like I said, I like the fact that uh, I can put the finishing touches on this game day for the kids with ease without going through a bunch of uh, rigmarole, you know? Makes things easier. And I think overall for me, it, just, letting, just letting go of the whole concept of Christmas makes it easier because you work at your own pace. Uh, people think you're being cruel by doing that, but I'm like, I told people, I ain't buying people shit. Uh, I'm going to put my focus on one general area. Like this year is doing the game day for the kids, and I'm leaving it at that. Anything, anything else after that is just extra, you know? But uh, it's, it's just uh, trying to put some balance on this whole thing of being overly stimulated. No, you can't get full control of it, but you can put some balance in there so that <laughs> you don't drive yourself crazy. So we're going to continue with our finishing touches on game day and see what else we can get into. Okay, it's the evening of December 24th. It's about 10.45 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm down here in the studio and I'm trying to get the rest of the festivities for tomorrow ready for my daughter. But she's been so energetic today and she's still running around upstairs. And I'm down here like a heron addict because I want to get a couple games in on the Oculus Quest you know while she's sleeping and before I wrap it up for tomorrow but she won't go to sleep but this is my confession of how I become a victim of over stimulation here it is on the morning of December 25th, 2019. And because I was overly stimulated, I was up most of the night playing on my daughter's Oculus Quest. I'm tired as fuck. Welcome to Oculus. After this tutorial, you'll be ready to explore. 
get familiar with the Guardian system. Look around you. This grid wall is the Guardian system. This grid shows the boundaries of your play area. Don't move or reach beyond it. It's time to learn about your Oculus Touch controllers. Now, try pressing all of the glowing buttons with your thumbs. Try moving the thumbsticks around. The thumbsticks can also be pressed like buttons. buttons. Next, use your, your index finger to squeeze the triggers on your controllers. Locate the grip buttons and squeeze them with your middle fingers. Now let's see what your virtual hands can do. To make a fist, squeeze the grip with your middle finger and hold it down. To point, keep squeezing the grip and just lift your index finger. Now use your index finger to push the button in front of you. To pick up an object, squeeze and hold the grip button with your middle finger. Release the grip button to drop it. Your virtual hands can do just about anything. Go ahead, play with some of these items. Ah! I'm being contradictive. I would always tell myself I would never get entrapped with being overly stimulated. But I couldn't help but find the humor in finding myself falling into the enslavement of over-stimulation. Recent studies have shown that people in the general population have become addicted to instant gratification. And we always talk about how we are you know, so spoiled to getting what we want whenever we want, at any given time. We see it in our kids. My kids, for example, have a dramatic advantage in getting what they want. In some instances, it has become a problem that I had to deal with, especially when it comes to my son. A lot of kids have this problem, but some of our young people have become so entitled to the point where they don't even realize that their entitlement has become a threat to their overall safety i'm also experiencing this with some adults which i've you know found rather disturbing i used to get a little annoyed about this but i had to be more patient and study more about what's causing this as i already said in one of my recent episodes we have too much easy access to so many things in life which for the most part you know lowers our level of appreciation for what we have Anything that is on the market that is a product or a service in abundance has always led to addiction or a lack of appreciation. I hear so many people talk about how their addiction to things like porn, for example, which is a unique addiction to have because porn is at a great level of abundance and is easily accessible. But there are millions of people who can't get enough of it. To a point where they get so overly stimulated that the gratification becomes not enough and they have to take this urge and addiction to a whole new level where a person with this addiction would try to carry out these, you know, these actions in the physical world, lose the control and end up harming someone. But there are people who can still maintain a level of self-control. But we must all understand no matter what the stimulation you are fighting with the mind doesn't understand what's make-believe or reality 
which takes me into my struggle with fighting with over stimulation. My fight I mentioned involves my kids. You know, just when I create my, you know, last episode about getting older and the part of getting older and letting go of childish things. Back around when I was 29, 30 years old, I was taking care of my business, but I had a love for video games. Damn, that even sounds prehistoric compared to what we have out now. I remember just a couple of years ago, and it was Christmas, it was Christmas season, just like it is now. And I was at a GameStop picking up some games for my kids. And there was a long line. But I noticed this older gentleman standing off to the side with a gray beard and gray hair. And he had three video games in his uh, hand clenched close to his chest. And he had this look of shame on his face. He looked embarrassed to be in the GameStop. And he was giving himself away that he was there to pick up some games for himself. He looked like he was waiting for the right moment to approach the counter so he can pay for the games and get the hell out of there. I just started laughing because he looked like someone who was strung out on drugs <laughs> for video games. So I walked over to him and I said, man, don't worry about it. Just, you know, just act like you buying the games for your kids. He looked at me with this, you know, why are you exposing me? Look on his face. So I continue with my purchase. I giggled my way out the store. Little did I know that payback is a bitch. Now, I talked about how I never allowed myself to get like that. And the number one question for my daughter this year was, what do you want to celebrate the holiday season? Now, my daughter is into watching other people playing video games on YouTube. And her two favorite games, she like other people to, you know, to, she, watched, she watches them play uh, Minecraft and Roblox. And I'm sitting there watching her watch these people play these video games, you know, on YouTube. See, where I come from, you know, I come from an era where if we were watching people play video games online, I was watching to learn how to beat the game. But these kids nowadays, I guess they watch to learn how to play, but it seems to be more entertaining for them just to sit there and watch other people play. So me being a smart ass, I thought I would, you know, show my daughter some VR games as a virtual reality. She saw Beat Saber on the Oculus Quest and she was automatically hooked. Now, I didn't realize I was setting my own ass up to be overly stimulated. But making sure she liked the game, I then went and purchased the VR gaming system. So I take it downstairs in my studio, set it up and turn it on. And I put the VR headset on my head. And I was like a little baby. Dip, 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 dip. Oh, my God. I was instantly hooked. I have this Oculus Quest headset on and I don't know what to do with myself. It was like when I first got my uh, my my Nintendo when they first came out. I was drooling like a baby. I'd entered into this new world of virtual reality. I went through practice mode, then I start playing the free games, you know, that came with the system. 
which one of them was Vader Immortal. And I'm not even a Star Wars fan, but I was up to 4 a.m. that morning playing this game, man. That's how hooked I was. After finally getting myself off this game, all I can think of was, you know, the gentleman that I was laughing at at the GameStop. And that's when I realized that I was a victim of overstimulation. But I gathered myself. I put myself back in center. But it made me realize how people can become overwhelmed by overstimulation. And I thought I would never find myself back to this point in my life. But I guess I shouldn't feel so bad because I saw an 83-year-old woman playing the Oculus Quest. And she showed no shame in her game. <laughs> hey, D1 Legacy Podcast listeners, want to share your opinions? give feedback or tell me what you're thinking send me a voice message voice messages are an easy way for you to send me audio that might end up in a future podcast of the d1 legacy podcast they're the latest feature from anchor the platform i use to make this podcast you have any questions for me what do you think about this episode that i'm doing right now i usually have people send me an email request about a particular topic they want me to talk about on a future episode. But now you can send me a voice message. I'll see all your messages and I might add them into a future episode. Anchor makes this part super easy. You can send me a voice message right now from wherever you are listening. Just tap the link on my show notes. I can't wait to hear from you. What's up, man? Positive Gaming here. It makes me feel sad sometimes. This is, like, something I love to do. It's, like, you have, like, people. Like, it's surprising because you got, like, five-year-olds, six-year-olds, ten-year-olds cursing up, cursing up a storm. And it's like, what the hell's going on? Like, what's up? What's up with this generation? But I don't let it affect me. I still have fun. I still enjoy it. But it's just sometimes... You got to take a break from the toxic, um, toxicity, toxicity. Um, I can't say it right, but you have to take a break sometimes from it and you just, you can just ignore it. But with me, like, I feel it hurts. It's like, uh, it sucks sometimes, but it's like, you just have to ignore it sometimes and just move on from it and just keep doing you. I want to add more to that topic. It's just like, when you, when you have toxic, toxic, like, energy around something you love to do it's just like it's a like it's 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 like what the hell like why you know because it's like you got you got kids cursing up a storm and stuff like that you got people 
like saying you are trash and this and that, like judging your gameplay. It's like I feel like online gameplay, on like when you playing online, it should be like chill, relax. It should be you having fun with people you never met before. You know, you're just playing the game with other people around the world. It doesn't have to be you. It doesn't have to be like a situation where it's like, oh well. You you get online and then it's like oh someone is being racist someone's being like someone's cursing at you it's like there's no need for that you know and with me I'm not usually like I don't really play online anymore I just like stop doing that and I I usually like playing story mode mostly because story mode is pretty fun you know but yeah now I contacted Positive Gaming a while ago when I was thinking hard about getting into the VR gaming world. And as you heard, you know, he was talking about how when he's playing online gaming, how these younger people have this blatant disrespect and are taking the fun out of online gaming. Now I played these console games back in the day, like when I was back in my thirties and I used to play Madden and Mortal Kombat and hockey and soccer And we talked smack back and forth, but we kept it fun. But where positive gaming is coming from, he's sounds like that. These young people are actually taking the fun out of online gaming. But I really appreciate positive gaming because even though he wasn't really into the VR gaming world, just his basic standard, his perspective about gaming helped me to make the decision to get involved with this with my kids and how to approach it. And I hope that online gaming situation gets better for you, positive gaming, because from my end, I really appreciate your insight. And thank you for the call in. Now, here's the perfect example of what I mean when you're overly stimulated. Now, here it is the day after Christmas, and I had to go into work today. And before I left the house this morning, I specifically told everyone in the house, do not touch the Oculus Quest. Leave it be because we played the hell out of it yesterday. It needs to be charged and it's probably going to get some updates why it's being charged. Cause I got it, you know, I got it, the USB connected to it, to the computer. So I get to work and, you know, sometime in the afternoon, someone just told me to, you know, to call the house. So I call the house. And what is the first thing that I hear? You know, oh, well, you know, your daughter, well, she went downstairs and she put on Apple's request and she said it wasn't working. And I said, see, see. Because we're so overly stimulated, we didn't hear a word that came out of daddy's mouth before he left the house this morning. Now, I will say, okay, my daughter's nine. I understand. You know, she's probably sitting there all day. It's probably driving her crazy that she had to wait till I had to get home. But, you know, even with myself, I had to, you know, pretty much reel myself in because, you know, I started getting, you know, intrigued by this virtual reality system and you know I I felt it in me I wanted to you know play all day and play all night 
but I knew the reality that I'm dealing with that I can't do that. So I had to reel myself back in and have an understanding like, look, you know, you still have work you have to do. You have a business you have to run. And when all the work is done, then we can have our fun. But I'm not going to make a big deal out of it because I do understand that my daughter, she's young and she was wired, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? She was wired. And and I, I can't blame anyone but myself because I was the one who did it to her <laughs> by turning her on to this virtual reality system. But there is a lesson to be learned that we can't allow ourselves to be overly stimulated. I'm always talking to my family and friends, especially around the holiday season, about buzz driving. Buzz driving is drunk driving, and if you need to do something to feel okay to drive, you're not okay to drive. Did you know over 10,000 people lost their lives due to impaired driving fatalities in 2017? Enjoying a night out to find yourself oversharing or taking too many selfies? If the answer is yes, then you are noticing your buzz warning signs. Other buzz warning signs include overtexting, too many selfies, oversharing, chugging water to sober up, turning the music down to focus, chewing gum and popping mints, eating snacks to soak up the alcohol, drinking coffee to sober up, splashing water on your face, and doing jumping jacks. When you spot your buzz warning signs, call a cab or an Uber or a friend when it's time to go home. Just don't drive home. This is a message brought to you by the NHTSA and the Ad Council. Okay, that wraps up the last episode of the D-Win Legacy Podcast for 2019. And I first I want to say that I truly and deeply, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate everyone that has shown their support and everyone that has listened in. You are truly appreciated. Now, we're going to be moving into 2020 next week. And just the other day, I posted on Facebook. I said, stop trying to change people and be the change. And a lot of people DM me back and said, D, what did you mean? And they kind of had an idea where I was going at it, but. The thing is, is that moving into 2020, I'm not going to be fucking with a lot of people, man. I have a lot of business I need to take care of. 
And there's a lot of things we're going to be addressing in next week's episode. Because I want to make myself clear moving into 2020. Because I want to surround myself with like-minded people. And a lot of us don't understand it's very dangerous. And I'm going to get more into this in next week's episode. It's becoming dangerous dealing with certain types of people nowadays. But we'll be getting more into that. And we'll be back next week. Starting in 2020. With another episode. That will make you. Think. Peace.